This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hi, Jay Randall. Hi. <laughs> Starting out goofy as always. I love it. I love it. What's going on, Facebook world and YouTube world? I you, was, I, I, was so. I always neglect the YouTube YouTube audience. What about all the people on like you know the podcast now? Now you gotta say all those out. Yeah, sorry, all you podcast listeners who are listening to this after the live show. This is true. Justin Staley in the house. How's it going? It's going pretty good, I would say. <laughs> Got a fun show lined up this evening for you guys and gals. Um, we got two road warriors uh, on the podcast tonight, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, I know we were talking a little bit as we were getting set up with Catherine, and uh, I told her I was jealous. I told her I would admit that on the podcast, so... Um, and you know, Alan Reed, I spent a lot of time on the road with him last year and, you know, I talked to him on the phone every once in a while and I'm always like, so where are you at today, dude? Yeah. That dude's always, (laughs) you know, so he's always traveling around, but, but before we get to that, I'm going to pop a little something up here next week's show next Thursday, we're going to be talking about this, the paddle and fin 2021 trail series five stops one invitation a one championship one clash of clubs in one open event yep you see it we've been teasing get ready gonna be exciting what do you think about that jay are you excited yes (laughs) way to show enthusiasm jason wait i can do it again yes (laughs) yes look Richie Lockery put it perfectly. The doofus duo. I like it. 
so he's gonna be the first one we banned. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, we were talking about the first first guest we ever banned, and Richie's yeah, been a guest. Richie, I don't know, man. You're in the lead so far, buddy. <laughs> well, let's uh let's uh quit goofing around and uh let's get uh Miss Catherine Field and Alan Reed up in here. Lady, gentlemen, how we doing this evening? Doing great, guys. How's it going? Good, good. Alan, Alan, where are you looks at? Looks like he's in a bar. I'm a little <laughs> jealous of that. Well, I am on the road as we speak, so I had to find a place that had uh, a decent background setting. A campground wasn't going to work. Yeah. What state are you in? Uh, I'm in Florence, Alabama. So I uh, you know, went along the edge of the hurricane last night as it was rolling through, a lot of rain. But uh, we are, we are How, dry. <laughs> you are dry in a hurricane in a tent? Uh, yeah, in the tent. That, that old thing, man, it's been around for 10 years and never leaked a drop of water. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, we're going to get into it tonight. Uh, welcome, everybody that's tuned in. Um, we got Dustin Nichols in the house. Susie Roloff said, Kate Field. I love me some Susie. She's Bradley awesome. John, Matt Lintzman. Welcome, welcome. So uh, we're talking about you guys and, you know, how you guys are traveling, uh, living life on the road, following the tournament trails, all that good stuff. So um, we'll start with you, Catherine. Like, what, what like, really inspired you to, like, you want us to start with Alan? She's like, Jesus. No, you can start with me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired you to like just pick up and start ch chasing the trails and living life on the road? Uh, well, okay. It's a little convoluted, but uh, I think uh, sort of the biggest advantage I had was COVID to be perfectly honest, because um, most, you know, I work full time and with COVID we could not be in the office. We got, you know, sent to work remotely from home. And I had been thinking about making a change in my life for quite a while. I just wasn't sure how I wanted to do that or what that was going to look like. I was pretty unhappy with the direction I was going. And so um, I sort of moved to Southern Utah for a few months uh, during the height of all that COVID shutdown and and when they opened back up, um, they had a Hobie BOS on Kentucky Lake. And, you know, I'd already not been at home for a few months. And uh, so I drove to Kentucky Lake and did that. And then, like, tr I think I drove, like, 37 hours in a 48-hour time period to get back home in order to go to work. And I realized I'm working. I drove all that way and killed myself to get home to sit in my spare bedroom and work on my computer <laughs> like and i realized like i could do this from anywhere i'm so done with this and um pretty much a week after that and it was within a week i basically put seven days worth of clothes in my a bag and grabbed my poles and some tackle and headed out and really didn't have a big plan on to where I was going to go. I wanted to do, of course, all the, the Hobie trail tournaments, um, any other trail tournaments that I could 
go to along the way. And then I just wanted to explore and see America and fish new fisheries and learn, learn as I went and, and try and improve that way. And I'll say, um, you know, another one thing that was sort of made me realize like I shouldn't, I shouldn't wait, um, was a, a certain other lady angler rolled her car right off a mountain. <laughs> so I realized like, you know, life's too short, man. What am I going to wait around for until I'm like 60 and, uh, do this? Like I, I'm not going to wait. And that really sort of had rolled that right in the middle of COVID to really start that make, make my life different than what it was. So I like it. I like it. I mean, I think that's, that's key. You know, like I question that myself, like why not now type of thing, or is it going to be one of those things when I get older, like it's too late, you know, like, yeah, Jay and I, I, turned, I always talk about that, you know? Yeah. And I turned 50 this summer. And so that maybe it's, you know, a midlife crisis or something like that, but <laughs> it's the best, best midlife crisis I've had, I guess. But you know, I, I'm still learning. I mean, I didn't, I left really without a giant plan about it and tried, I wanted to just figure it out as I went along and decide how I wanted to do this. Um, my, my work now is just told us we are not coming back to the office for 2020. So, oh, wow. Jeez. So, which is good because that has put off yeah. the discussion that I was going to have to have about how I wasn't going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. If you're watching, just prepare yourself because we're going to yeah. have a discussion. Uh, because I feel like I don't really have, I'm not going to return back to what I was doing. I'm going to stay out here. Right on. Right yeah. on. I was yeah. going to say, like, I think a lot of companies are kind of going through like a forced reconciliation or, or of sorts, like our analysis, like, you know, what can we do? How can we function? You know, my work, unfortunately, like doesn't want to do this because for whatever reason, they like having us in the office and I've, now I've gotten used to not being there, but, uh, yeah. which but means I mean, Jay can't wake up in basketball shorts in a t-shirt and get on a zoom call anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's I, like, hey, yeah. I, I still get, I still get dressed every day and, and you know, try to do adult things, but it's hard. The you cannot do it. You cannot zoom it in the. <laughs> you can't work from home in your pajamas. It's just sure you can. No, it's the greatest thing. He forgot to say it. It's I the greatest I put, thing. I put slides on. I mean, that's dressing up. <laughs> you know, I got like the you know the typical you know uh, confused like middle aged guy with oh man socks and slides. <laughs> you know, because my feet get a little chilly. <laughs> you need a little slanket to go with that, yeah. just and just blur out the background. You'll be good. There you or, go. or show up in that like that big woolly thing that you can like totally be. In. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, what about you, Alan? Man, like you and I spent a lot of time on the road last year, and uh, I remember there was times we'd be pre-fishing together, and you're taking work conference calls while you're on the water and stuff. And I'm like, man, this dude's got it made. <laughs> but then uh, this year, like you, you've really hit it hard. And I know, um, you know, if, if you guys don't follow Alan's uh, YouTube channel, he kind of started this series called the journeyman 
um, which I think is pretty cool. And we'll let you explain all that good stuff, man. But what really gave you like the kick in the rear to get out there and, and chase it down even harder this year? Yeah. Um, well, like you said, last year, um, you know, I was on the tournament trails doing all this stuff. And I drove 25,000 miles for tournaments last year. Yeah. And, uh, it's insane. And, I mean, Catherine's already driven across the U.S. like three or four times. This year, so <laughs> That's true. Probably be, but, uh, um, but this year, right, it was kind of the same thing. You know, I, I had an agreement with my boss um, last year that I was working on the road and everything was being successful. Um, you know, being being out there doing all the stuff that you, you know, like you were talking about. But then uh, we did a reorg at work this year in January. And I was kind of debating. I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to work. I got a new boss and all this kind of stuff. And kind of like Catherine, it's like COVID was like the best thing that happened, right? Because then it wasn't a question. Um, yeah. We, you know, I didn't have to go have that conversation again. Like I'm proving now that I can do all the stuff that I do on the road. And, um, and I, so I was just, I was doing everything like I was last year, you know, traveling to tournaments and then, you know, and, going back to Indiana and working and then leaving for the next ones. And it was the same kind of thing. Um, but then they said, well, we're not going back into the office at least until the end of the year. That's probably going to be longer than that. And I said, you know what? Then I'm going to quit driving back here all the time. And I'm just going to go from place to place that I want to. If I don't have a tournament, then I'm going to go someplace that I want to fish or I want to learn about that I've not seen yet. And um, so that really kind of happened a couple of weeks before Labor Day um, is when I, I just said, hey, that's that's it. I put all my stuff in storage and um, been on the road ever since. So um, we'll see what happens after this. But I'm, I'm proving right now that, you know, I can do the job that I have and, and I'm fortunate to be able to do that right that I know everybody out there doesn't have those kind of jobs where you can be remote and, and do that but you know the other part for me is I traveled for work for 14 years so yeah. I'm familiar with how to work not in an office um, the people that report to me have never all been in the same city so um, even today I have people that aren't all in the same city so for me to not be at one office, it's, you know, it doesn't matter to me. It's, it's, you know, just get the job done. Um, and it's been great, right? Go, getting to be out there and, and see so many things, meet so many different people. And uh, <clears throat> probably the biggest thing that as I was going through this, and I reached out to, to Catherine too, and I said, hey. Uh, I remember. I'm thinking, about, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. Like, tell me why I shouldn't. Right. I don't think I had any reasons why you should not. I think I was a very supportive of this. You were, you were. And that's how everybody was. You know, I reached out to several yeah. people like, tell me why I shouldn't do this. Um, given my current situation and everybody's like, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't do it. Like go live it now, go do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and honestly, it's, it's been one of the best things that I've done. Um, you come across people, as you're traveling around and there's a bit of an admiration, right? I think that, that it's, we're kind of doing what everybody would like to do. Mm -hmm. that, that's the feedback I get. You know, who wouldn't want to uh, go wherever you want to go and fish 
I mean, yeah, we're still working, right? So don't think it's all playtime um, out on the water, right? There's still jobs to be done, but uh, that's that's the feedback that I get. Yeah, it's I mean, not I as guess. easy as it sounds, though. <laughs> right. No, it's not. There's definitely challenges. No. Yeah. So I guess I guess here's a million dollar question, right? So say somewhere along the lines, COVID gets handled, goes away, and they ask you guys to come back to the office and settle down. What, I am what? not settling down. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Catherine's right. Least, no. <laughs> no. No, I'm. Mm -mm. So I, yeah. I think I look at it and say I pretty much did this in a non-COVID environment. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, be successful with it. So, uh, if we get to that point, I'm going to, you know, plead my case and show, you know, say, hey, this is all the stuff that I've been able to do not in the office. And uh, I don't know, everybody asks me, like, how long am I going to do this? And, uh, you know, my mom, she's like, what are you going to do when it gets cold? And it's like, well, I'll go south. <laughs> I'll just go south. Yeah, I mean, why, I don't why know, not? Man. I don't like alligators, bro. I'm just saying. And you don't like anything. The, the further south you go, the gators get bigger and the spiders get bigger. I don't know. Waking up. I like the way you think, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. cool, man. I like, like I told Catherine, you know, in in the green room before we got started, is you know, like I'm jealous for sure, you know. Um, Unfortunately, my job restricts me to, you know, the home area and stuff. And, you know, it's like I've always thought about, like, could I find a remote job? Is it possible? Um, you know, things like that. To, do to it, Brian. Do, what you guys do. do it. <laughs> my my wife and children probably wouldn't agree. It, yeah, you. I know. <laughs> and it's not no, like they would. The wife probably wouldn't care. She less laundry. Less yeah. cleaning up after me. Yeah. She she basically says I'm one of the kids. So like, <laughs> you know, it'd be like one of the kids moving out of the house for a little bit. But you know, it's uh, it's something like her and I have talked about. You know, our our kids are older, and you know, they're getting to that point. One's still in high school. The other one's graduated, and you know, it's like we've always talked about being on the road. We both like traveling. You know. Um, she just doesn't like fishing as much as I do. <laughs> yeah. I know we 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 both talked about this idea a lot, yeah. and it's funny because like, and this goes back to like when you know we're meeting everybody and we're like, yeah, yeah, you can come on out to Illinois. Nobody wants to come to <laughs> Illinois. Nobody. Like, so that's how you know you live in a bad spot. Yeah. Like when nobody wants to vacation where you live. I always have to throw in. I'm like ten minutes from the Wisconsin border. Yeah, and then that kind of yeah. like makes it a little better. <laughs> but I mean, you're talking about it, right? There's a lot of people that kind of admire what we're doing, but it it really isn't for everybody, right? That's right. Catherine, I'm with you, right? There are challenges that come with this. Um, 
know, she said she left without a plan. I left without a plan, right? I didn't know where I was going or bring more than seven days worth of clothes. That's my first tip. <laughs> so, yeah. Because yeah. things get desperate on day seven. <laughs> oh, I gotta do laundry. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. I think I think last year I had that one stretch where I went to Kansas and then straight over to Tennessee uh for that FLWKBF tournament and i was on the road for like what 14 15 days something like that and you know that that was the thing i remember like putting a whole day of pre-fishing in and then it was like oh i gotta go do laundry i'm gonna cook food <laughs> so I, gotta talk, I gotta talk to gary yamamoto who's camped out next to me i mean that was a rough night you know <laughs> so it's you know, I realize like it's it's fall now. It's starting to get a little cooler. I left in June, so I only have like <laughs> I have summer clothes. So oh, I got yeah. I got to figure out what I'm gonna do because all my warm stuff's back in Utah, and uh, I don't yeah, know. So I did make a uh, stop back through uh, before coming down to Alabama, and I got you know jackets and some long sleeve shirts and, and things like that. So I kind of reloaded. I, I did grab the winter hat. Um, kind of in preparation for places that I, I know I'm going to end up going, but uh, you know, I, I like this trip. I left Indiana, and I didn't know where I was going. It's like I might go back to Virginia. Maybe I'll go to South Carolina. Maybe I'll go to Alabama. Um, and it wasn't until I got to Nashville, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Alabama. That's um, right. Not everybody lives that way, right? A lot of people want everything really planned out. Um, trying to you know, trying to do it on the fly, I guess, isn't everybody's cup of tea. I I do try and plan though. I I'm trying to learn to be a little more agile and, and spur the moment, but I like I like to have at least an idea of where I'm gonna go because I mean I have obligations with my job. So I have to make sure that you know, I have a place I can work that I have a, enough signal and, and, you know, that kind of thing, because I don't, I want I don't want to jeopardize that at this point yet. <laughs> so, but you know, there'll be a, there'll be a point where I decide to do something else and, you know, that may be coming sooner rather than later, but um, you know, you gotta, for me, I need, at least because I have those obligations, if I didn't have those obligations, I think I could be a little more free with, uh, where I went. Um, you know, cause I've done some, some sort of crazy distances Yeah, <laughs> and I enjoy it a lot, but, um, a lot of this, a lot of this year has been some pretty long distance traveling. Um, yeah, so we'll, well see. I, I I'd like to do a little more stop and explore than I have, but a lot of it's just chasing tournaments and trying to get there and work and not burn all my PTO, which is usually, you know, like I'll I'll work and try and get a late checkout of a hotel or something like that, and then drive till like midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and then get a little sleep and then work and then like bunny hop my way without trying to burn my PTO because it's such, you know, especially if it's, I got to cover like, you know, 1200 miles or something like that. It takes a significant amount of 
planning to to get you know to do your job and still fulfill travel. those obligations and still travel and get to the next place and make some progress on that and still have time to go fish in there yeah i mean i think it was interesting like uh you know, now that the, the tournament season's kind of winding down, like I talked to Alan last weekend on the phone and, you know, joking around. I was like, well, where are you at, where are you at today, Alan? You know, <laughs> and he's like, I'm in Alabama. And it was it was cool. He's doing kind of what you're talking about, doing a little bit more exploring around and stuff. And he was, he was fishing some lakes down there um, that he knows are going to be on the tournament trail for next season. And he's like, why not get a leg up, you know? And that was kind of his thinking. And I thought that was actually pretty genius, you know? And it was really cool. Well, and they're lakes that, you know, are just epic lakes, right? That people are, are known to go fishing. So that's part of it, too, um, is trying to get the experience on lakes, even if it's not next year. Next year's tournament yeah. trail. Right. Just... Uh, you know, be out here because anytime that you're on the water, you're going to learn something that you can apply at some other point. So that's uh, that's a piece of it too. But I did that. So when I left Labor Day weekend, I was headed up to Maine, and uh, you know I stopped off in Cleveland, then Buffalo, and went to Niagara Falls, and I remember that, yeah. Ontario, uh, Lake Ontario, and talked to people, and you know just a lot of stuff there. And that was really the first time that I'd kind of. I'll say it's kind of stopped to smell the roses on the way because I'm normally in a rush trying to make it to a tournament location to fish. Um, so it adds another piece to it, right? If you can stop and kind of see those places along the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dustin Nichols, our man in the chat, he said, I just barred the whole trip. And what we, we figured it out when we were down in uh, Dale Hollow, Tennessee, last no two weekends ago. He said he was up for what was it, forty three hours. Mm -hmm. He worked like a whole twelve hour shift, and then like drove sixteen hours to Tennessee, and then still decided to get on the water, fish, have dinner, and a couple of drinks with us before he actually went to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy. That's and, hardcore. Uh, he also said, uh, "You guys should come to Texas. They got a, a big charity bass tournament in December, and their trails kick off in January on the Power Plant Lake." Yay! I love so, me some Texas. There you go. <laughs> so he's giving you guys some ideas, some travel ideas. There. I'm gonna learn to ice fish though in January, so oh, that's good. gonna be in Illinois. You we got plenty of ice. Yeah, now come to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> You can, <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to I'm going to go fish on Malax. Mm, yeah, and learn to ice fish up yeah, there. That's probably a better place. Let me know when you go up there. I got a, a good friend of mine. Uh, he's usually got a permanent ice shack out on the ice, out on Three Mile Reef. And Ooh, nice. Uh, they're usually hammering the walleyes out there. I didn't. That'll say be that. fun. It's a I'm going to. Uh, it's a. It's put together. Um, by Alicia Joy Outdoors, she does this uh, Midwest Ladies Midwest Meetup. Oh, that's and cool! So you guys should uh, check her out and, and uh, see what she does. She does a lot of cool stuff. So they're going to do a thing for for women uh, learning to ice fish. So that's why I'm I'm excited to sit in a shack in my pajamas and fish. 
It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's the greatest thing ever. Is that the one that's got the car on it too? Does the Mille Lacs? Uh, Mille Lacs does have. Is it Green Bay too, right? Uh, no, Green Bay doesn't usually have it, but I know on Mille Lacs, there's usually, I forget what part of the lake it's on, but they have a big shack out there that's got a bar on the ice. If not, it's. Uh, Wait, there's a bar on the, yeah. on the ice? You can fish. And you can fish while you, you sit at the fish. bar. Yeah, it's pretty cool. If not, it's. That's it's pretty red. awesome. If not, it's Red Lake, uh, Minnesota. But. Um, yeah, I remember the first time I went up there and like my buddy's like, all right, we're driving out to the shack and it was three mile reef is three miles offshore and you're driving across the frozen lake and I'm like, this is a little crazy. And you get out there, but like like you said, we'd uh you got rattle reels set up in the ice shack. I know we're getting a little off track, but well, <laughs> I remember waking up at, travel, though. at four AM and catching a 27-inch walleye through the ice. And I was like, hey, Scotty, get out of bed. Take a picture of this. And he's like, huh? What? What? No. I don't, I don't. I'm like, dude, come on. It's a huge walleye. Like, take a picture for me, bro. <laughs> All right. Takes a picture and goes back to bed. And that's what you do. It's fun. Fun. You'll enjoy it. It'll be fun. So I want to do that and go to Texas, too, now. So There you go. Go ahead, Alan. Catherine, what do you think is the most kind of unique thing that's happened to you um, while you've been out traveling on the road? What's the most unique thing? Yeah, like what you look at it and say, that's an experience I'll never forget. Honestly, like I've been having the time of my life. It's hard to dissect any of it into just that because they've all been that for me. Um, I mean, I started out and I head out and I just headed through like Wyoming. I got up to like Devil's Tower and started headed up to Mille Lacs. And I've just, I mean, I've gone coast to coast and, you know, border to border. And all of it has, has been just an amazing journey and I haven't gotten tired of it. In fact, I mean, right now is probably the longest I've gone without traveling <laughs> so so it's 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 hard a little bit for me right now um but i you know i'm looking forward to getting back out there and, and traveling but so i'm what setting a, up a base camp here a little bit <laughs> well, to make virtual. the traveling easier yeah, yeah so yeah, you so it was, yeah so i can get a little more experience on these lakes without having to necessarily you know for me, the hard part really was just between the tournaments and just job stuff is where, where do I go? I want to go explore something, but you know, it's, it, it can be expensive and, and I wanted to do this in a sort of a smarter way. So, you know, I thought about like a truck camper. Alan's way too hardcore for me. I could not do a tent. <laughs> no, I cannot do. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. No, I couldn't. Is, it's it's pretty nice. I mean, I'd blow up an air mattress in there, and you know, I've got blankets down and blankets. No, down. Alan, I cannot. I mean, I will say, Alan, Alan Dex is He's pretty comfortable in that thing, you know. He's on that same like little one. Yeah, same one as last year. Like yeah, it's the it's, same one. Yep yeah, that that tent has been through a lot with me, and, and oh it's comfortable. God. I've kind of made it my own little home. 
That's so like, it's like one of those ones that says for three was really for like one, one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially because he's tall. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, tall you sleep diagonal and that thing, don't you? <laughs> but I'll tell you what. So this was uh, probably the... At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. I know I've had a few unique experiences on the road, stuff that I'll never forget, friends that I'll probably never uh, stop talking to. So I went up to Wisconsin uh, for... It was a super trail event up there. And I've been fishing in Oshkosh all week and kept going up the river and finding new places to fish. And finally, I settled on an area the day before the tournament. And it was about an hour away from where I was staying. And uh, I didn't want to drive all the way back and then have to be up at 2.30 in the morning to drive back to that spot. So I uh, went up to the landing there and they had a ramp and in Wisconsin, every one of those landings has a campground, and every campground has a bar. And so I went up to the, the bar there, and I said, hey, do you mind if I sleep at your, your ramp here tonight? I don't want to drive all the way down. And they said, oh, yeah, you're, you're fine. And I said, i, I got to charge some batteries. Um, you know, a place I can charge those. And they said, yep, and I was all set up. Batteries were charging. Asked them if they had food, and they said, well, we can make you a frozen pizza, but you probably want something better than that. So they... Uh, told me there was a couple places about 10 minutes away I could go for Friday fish fry night. Nice. So I went over to one of those locations and was sitting there waiting on my food to come out. And this couple came and sat next to me at the bar. And uh, the guy was really into hunting and fishing and you know, a lot of laughs that night and just talking and telling stories. And finally the guy says, where are you staying? And I said, well, I'm staying over at this, this landing. And he says, no, you're not. I said, well, I am. I mean, I've already got it arranged. That's the that's the deal. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, you're not staying there. I said, what do, what do you mean? He says, look, we've got a camper here in the campground. We're building a house like two miles away. You're you're more than welcome to stay in that camper for the next two nights. He said, you've got a big screen TV, queen size bed, hot shower, like everything you need. And... Uh, so I took him up on it. I, you know, I wasn't quite sure what I might be walking into. But, you know, it was all legit, <laughs> and uh, it, it was really good. So I stayed there that night. I would never do that. <laughs> never. Well, and I, the next day they said, "Oh, just send me a, a big fish picture." And uh, so I sent them a big fish picture the next day, and they're like, "Wow, yeah, that's great." And I said, "So I'm, I'm good to stay there again tonight, right?" And they said, "Yep, you're good to stay." And. Uh, about 10 minutes later, they texted me and said, hey, uh, Mark wants you to come out to the house for dinner. Can you can you be here? And I said, well, sure. I mean, I'll be there. I just got to get the batteries on the charger and then I'll head over. So they invited me out to their house and uh, we grilled chicken and vegetables out of their garden and hung out for the night. And I went back to the camper. And, uh, it, you know, it's people that I still today text with. And, uh, you know, they told me, say, hey, they got a couple other houses in northern Wisconsin. So, you know, if I ever needed a place to stay. So, uh, it's those kind of experience. I really try to embrace that stuff and meet the people where I'm going and you know, kind of share my story, hear their story. 
Um, that's what a lot of it is for me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, that's super cool. I mean, I think anywhere we all go, I mean, um, for the most part, the people are welcoming. Uh, they're interested about kayak fishing when you start talking about it or, you know, like uh, when we were down in Dale Hollow two weeks ago, we walked into a little little restaurant Mm-hmm. that uh, we were definitely out of place. You could definitely tell the two city boys were, were not from around those parts. And uh, we had uh, we had started talking with the lady, her and her husband owned this little barbecue joint and um, super friendly. And they were super interested on like why we were there, why we chose uh, to come to Dale Hollow Lake and things like that. You know, needless to say, we had some great barbecue, even got served a little uh, backdoor moonshine and uh, you know uh, we had a great night and that's that's the thing like that's something that we'll talk about forever you know which is which is totally cool and different and unique yeah but it wasn't it funny everybody was supposed to bust you out here like you know there it's like i found us like having to constantly defend where we live <laughs> you know, it's like because you know it's uh, Chicago is not the most favorite place yeah. on the planet right it's now. It's like when they find out they got like infiltrators, they're like, well, "What's going on here?" Yeah, you know, it's like, "No, it's cool. Let's put the gun away. We're good. We're good. <laughs> like we're the good kind. Yeah. We're the kind you want here." <laughs> but I uh, found the weirdest thing in Tennessee is uh, for some reason they think I'm from Maine, and I. I- <laughs> I don't understand that. They go, you're not from around here. <laughs> no. So what do, yeah. what do they say when you tell them you're actually from Utah? Utah. Then they look at me like, you know, trying to figure out if I'm, you know, a, a missionary or what, the, <laughs> you know, they give me like this look like. Like, you, did your transmission broke? Like, you know. like Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing down here, little lady? But yeah, no, that's a lot of them. I don't think they say they're like Utah. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I mean, uh, I what's the plans for for next year? Are you guys gonna just as long as things keep going the way they're going, just keep keep grinding it out nailing the tournament trails, traveling around, things like that. And I guess that's two part too. Like if, if uh, somebody listening in tonight wanted to maybe make that leap, what kind of mm-hmm. advice would you give those folks? We'll start with Alan. Cause we started with Catherine the last time. Well, there's definitely different ways to go about doing this. You know, kind of we, Catherine and I talked about, right? So um, I just kind of jumped in and, and I like not having a firm plan. Um, I know some of the tra- you know, tournaments I'm going to hit, um, but I've had stuff you know, where I've been on the road and I'm on a place to, you know, to, or on my way to fish a tournament and then, you know, decided to go elsewhere because it was another tournament that probably meant more to me at that time. So, um, I think there's some of that, you know, you, you have to be willing to have some flexibility, um, especially if you're not just loaded, right? I mean, so you know, if you have all the money in the world, you can stay in the best hotels around everywhere. Um, that's, you know, certainly uh, a huge benefit, I guess, to you. But 
you know, if you're not trying to spend, you know, all that money on lodging all the time, then you, you look for other things. So, you know, like I said, I, mean, I obviously stayed in the camper, which was probably the most unique. Um, I have my tent, which is not the most luxurious, but it gets me by. We've done Airbnbs, uh, shared hotels with people's, people's houses. You know, so there's a lot of a lot of ways you can go about doing this and mm-hmm. you can be creative about how you do it and try to save on some of those expenses. So that'd be my first first piece of advice is don't get locked in that you have to stay in any certain kind of place. Right? Be flexible and it's uh, going to work out to your benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cassie? Well, I mean, I, I agree with Alan said and you can also really, you know, if you look around on the internet, you can find some things that aren't necessarily up on Airbnb or, or VRBO. Um, there's a lot of sort of mom and pops that have cabin rentals or things like that that you can you can find that might be reasonable that they aren't necessarily advertising um, in the in the typical Airbnb way. Some of the nicer places that that I found not nicer is like it's super expensive, but some of them been um, just on their own. They had their own mom and pop set up and they wouldn't do like internet payments, you know, like you got to like sure. just have a check and stuff like that. Um, as far as uh, taking the leap, um, you know, both Alan and I just sort of jumped in the deep end a little bit here. And I think that can be really scary for a lot of people. Uh, You may not, you also like, you know, I don't have uh, the the anchoring tie downs as far as like, you know, a relationship or things that I have to, to to manage. Right. So I can pretty much roam free as I want and not everybody can do that. So, you know, if you are thinking of trying to go and, and, and travel and do that, I think, you know, my recommendation is is try some small trips, especially for for women that want to get out there and and try and travel by yourself. Do some small trips that are maybe a, a day away from home or something, just to get your feet wet and get used to being out there and being by yourself. Um, I'm, for the most part, pretty comfortable being alone out in nowhere. For the most part. You know, there's some nights where it's a little spooky, you know, if you hear a lot of coyotes or things like that and you're out, it's jet, you know, jet black out there. So I'll bring things like, um, I have like a, like, and I do have a truck and camper back in Utah and I would take that out sort of more locally, but I had like a satellite radio. And so I'd play like Grand Old Opry and stuff like that, that had some, some good things that you could listen to sort of like being around a campfire kind of feel, but, um, for first timers and people really want to explore, I think it's important to, um, you know, if you're not comfortable just doing the cannonball in the, in the deep end is really do some short distance explorations. And, and if you've not spent time alone by yourself, I highly recommend trying that out first because I think it's, it can be really hard if you, you know, the, the one of the biggest lessons in life I learned is, uh, you know, if, if, if you're not really good with yourself, 
and like yourself a lot and you go out in the middle of nowhere by yourself, guess who you're stuck with? <laughs> so so you got to be have a little more confidence in yourself and 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 be able to handle that. So I think that's an important thing to sort of dabble in and learn if you if you are, are unsure about that cuz this is a definite um switch in it, mindset and uh there's obvious, obviously challenges in that but i find it worthwhile and i think if you're thinking about that i i would say try it and, and just try it in small doses at first and see if that's something you like and it might be more economical that way or more feasible that way you know and 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 then broaden your horizons but as far as like next year like i'm my plans are big. My plans are my plans are big. Yeah, I'm gonna go really hard next year. So I'm gonna be all over the place, and I, so I, I want to take. I'm gonna turn this up to eleven. Nice. So, <laughs> my amp yeah. goes to eleven. So I, my, I know someone can appreciate Spinal Tap for once. Yeah. <laughs> like I say that, and everybody like gets this blank look. But yeah. you're the only one who knows what the heck I'm talking about on that. I think you know what that is, right? Spinal Tap. Oh, I was gonna say we'd have to like not be friends anymore if you didn't know what that was. <laughs> but it goes to eleven. <laughs> Yeah. You were going to say something, Alan. Sorry, man. We got on a spinal tap kick. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> oh, you're all right. So I was going to say that the point that Catherine was making about being out on the road by yourself, um, I have a lot of people ask me this, um, is, well, aren't you lonely? Right? I mean, it's hours and hours in the car, the truck or whatever you drive, by yourself. Then, especially this year, um, with all the COVID stuff, right? We don't have all the meetups. People aren't getting together the same way that we did last year. So um, it's certainly been different this year than we were traveling around last year, Brian. Um, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys all backed out on me first off. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I, I did go to Table Rock this year. You weren't there. I was sad. I Table Rock. Were you? Uh-oh. Yeah, we stayed together Uh-oh. at Richie's house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What am I talking about? My bad. See? See, we traveled together this year. What are you trying to give me a hard time for? (laughs) That's totally right. You beat me there. You took my spot. Can I give you some tips, though, for for some newbies as far as what you might want to take with you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, just being a woman on the road, like, I travel, try to be prepared for whatever could happen. So, you know, I have a tool set you know, bring with you like some tools. You're going to find a place where you need hammers and duct tape and wrenches and ways to change your tire, you know, basic car maintenance, car replacement. Like, you know, when you're driving down a dark road and your headlight goes out and you don't know where you are, you need to have some like, you know, spare light bulbs and things like that, that you can swap out. So I just believe in having like that kind of, um, preparation for a trip because you just don't know, especially out west. If you travel out west and you are very long distances between any sort of town, <laughs> like you need you need to prepare yourself for that, and you know carry like the st- right stuff for the environment. Carry some tools. Carry 
um, and, and check in. So I always have like a, if I go somewhere, I let people know generally where I'm going when I think I'm going to get there. Just so someone knows in case I drop off the face of the planet, like I have some sort of ETA. I'm not completely out there just disappearing to, you know, off the, off the face of the earth. So and it does get lonely sometimes, Alan, a little bit sometimes, you know, but I think, I think you have to be kind of prepared for, you know, yeah. Like what you were saying, right? You, you get a lot of time to talk to yourself or um, yeah. you know, put on your paddle and fin podcast and entertain yourself. Yeah. Touche. I, I like that plug, Alan. Good job. Gold star, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get there. Like Richie. <laughs> I get lonely sometimes for my friends if it's been a long time and I haven't really talked with anybody so or my family. So I think this next year I I I wanna get one of like those digital photo frames. Like I wanna upload a bunch of like family pictures and things just Sometimes when you're feeling a little, you know, nostalgic, it's nice to have those with you to look at and not just have to like scroll through your phone. So I sort of, I want to have like a little something that I can take with me. I don't know if that sounds too cheesy, but. <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. I mean, I can attest to that. So last year when we kicked off the season, right? Like that's where I first met Alan and Sam was in Kansas. And I remember I it was like a 12 and a half hour drive, got there, set up camp, go to the ramp the next morning. I remember I was going to going to put my boat in and Alan and Sam were getting ready to launch. And Alan looked at me and he was like, you're that like paddle and fin dude, right? <laughs> and we kind of, you know, had a conversation and whatever. But like that was the first time I had me- ever met Alan. And, you know, we talked at the weigh-in after the tournament and stuff, ran into each other on the water. You know, uh, both those guys were talking about going out to Nickajack. But, like, that whole week I was out there, I did have one friend that came down, fished with me for a day. But, like, other than that, I was was totally by myself. And, you know, there was, you know, a couple nights where I was just like, man, like, this is rough, you know, like. I'd either, you know, dial up a friend on the phone, you know, look at some photos like you're talking about, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Because you're to... not always where there's some internet always. I mean, it's, yeah, right. Especially if you're in some of the more remote locations and, and stuff like that. So it, it just makes it nicer um, to have that, you know, and get it's it's funny. You get a little homesick sometimes and, and it's not enough. Like I want to go home kind because of, that because I get home and then I want to leave so you know it's nice to have that kind of touch to have that kind of something that reminds you of that and this year's going to be different because I've got this brand new base camp thing going on here so that'll be nice I don't you know have a place that I can come and go from and launch on different trips and stuff like that so I'm I'm looking forward to that and how that all works and we'll see but part for me this like when I you know, put all my stuff in storage right like fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations 
and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I don't have a place to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Right? I mean, I, I think about it every once in a while. Then I'll be like, well, no, I don't have anything to go back to Indiana for. I don't have that stuff that's in a storage unit. Um, yeah. And so I kind of say, you know, I don't live anywhere, but I live everywhere. It's kind of how yeah. I have told people. Yeah. Um, and when you're talking about, you know, the friends and stuff like that. So, um, like with Brian, right? Like, I'll just, I'll talk to people. Um, you know, the kayak seems to be a way that attracts people at ramps and stuff like that. Or, you know, I'll just maybe go somewhere just to watch TV or just be out with people and just strike up a conversation with somebody that's sitting next to me. And uh, not that it's, uh, I'm not a small talk type person, but, you know, there's a, a bit of a personal connection somehow that gets made there. And, and um, you know, I think that helps a little bit rather than just going back and sitting at the hotel room or sitting at the campsite all by myself um, allows me to have some interaction that isn't just on the phone because I spend hours a day on conference calls for work. Yeah, right. And it's just having that in-person uh, interaction helps quite a bit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's clutch, man. And, and you know, it's uh, like we talked about before. I think that's a great way to meet new people. Like like you were talking about, Alan, sharing your story in Wisconsin. You know, you just struck up with a conversation with a guy at a restaurant. And next thing you know, he's offering you his camper, inviting you to dinner. You know, there's a lot of horror movies that start off like that. I know, I know, but <laughs> but but I would never do that, Alan. Like I think, I think, you know, I would be hesitant to do something like that, and just with my gender, just to go show up some dude's camper. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, that's like the start to every horror movie. You know, yeah, like. Yeah show up and then there's like all these chainsaws lined up in the back and it's like, what's with all the teddy bears Those yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? why is there a hole with a basket and a rope i don't understand this yeah, <laughs> oh boy. yeah. Oh boy. yeah. I, I mean it, yeah it, it's not i mean doing that isn't for everybody right it's you right. kind of have to decide um what you're willing to do and you know i was certainly sitting there thinking i mean Honestly, the first thing that popped in my head was, are they inviting me over because they're swingers? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a bad thing, Alan? Alan's like, I'm still going. I mean, (laughs) I just want to know what I'm getting into. Like, really? (laughs) You know? What do you get him? He's like, he's like, I've been on the road a couple yeah. months. Why not? Yeah. That's a follow-up episode, Alan. Yeah. Alan, we'll uh, we'll invite you on the after hours for that one. Yeah, start calling, start calling a peg boy. Oh. <laughs> now, so while we were sitting there, they cleared that up for me. So we, uh, the guy that came in across the, and he was sitting at the bar across from me, and, and the woman and this couple looks at me and she says, you see that guy over there? And I said, yeah. He says, he and his wife used to be swingers. And I'm like, oh, no, here it is. 
This is what I've been waiting for the whole time as I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do this or not. And then she finally says, yeah, I just could never do anything like that. I was like, that's finally off the She didn't to go with any more. Not since the hip surgery. <laughs> All right. Back on track. Back on track, Jay. Come on. Keep it clean, buddy. <laughs> No, it's been, I mean, I've met a lot of good people. Um, you know, part of it, too, is, uh, you know, as we're doing this, right, it's trying to grow your own brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this has afforded me that opportunity to do it. I mean, so you touched on the Journeyman series. I mean, I have 10 terabytes of video to edit right now, uh, which, if you don't know, that's a lot. Uh, that is a lot. But... Uh, but just people that I'll go out and we'll just get talking about it and just be like, Hey, by the way, if you want to go check this out or hear more about me, right, here's my thing. And, uh, you know, and I've made friends with people. I had uh, a guy from Virginia that I was just organizing things after two tournaments. And so I kind of had things all across the bed of my truck and uh, he was in a car with himself and his wife and their daughter, and he says, uh, "Hey, what do you what do you do?" And I said, "Well, I, I turn them to fish. I'm out here just reorganizing stuff." And he says, "Well, I saw that great big hummingbird. I figured you must have been somebody doing something." And uh, he he offered, you know, gave me his phone number and said, "Hey, while you're here, if you need anything, just send me a text. You know, just whatever it is." And um, but then we got talking about being on the lake, and I'd gone out and caught some fish the the next day, and texted him said hey here's the fish i caught here's how i caught them he's like oh man that's so great i've really really been struggling with this and uh it's one of those that you know just tonight i sent him a text because now he's interested in getting involved in his own local uh kayak series that's cool uh, you know just trying to i think we talked about this before right but just trying to be an ambassador for the sport um not just me but you know uh, pushing myself but the sport in general and you know, it's a lot of people in there that uh, maybe wouldn't be able to go into the, the bass boat side, doesn't have the money for those kind of things, but want to be part of the little boat community. That's super cool, man. I mean, and you're exactly right, man. That's what uh, helps, you know, get uh, people interested in the, into the kayak fishing or just fishing in general, you know. Um, you know, who knows, that guy, you know, He's going to go out, catch a couple fish, maybe from your advice, take his daughter with. Now you're getting another generation into it. Um, that's huge. That's huge. And I think that's, you know, it's it's so great. Like we always talk about the, the kayak fishing community, you know. We always have our ups and downs, but for the most part, we're all out there just trying to spread the word and show people, you know, the true fun of the outdoors and getting out on the water and catching fish, which is the most important thing, I think, personally. well very cool well we're winding down here guys Uh, you know it's almost been an hour so i'll give you guys the floor to uh thank whoever you got to thank give shout outs to whoever you need to and uh plug your social media and all that good stuff um if you want to go ahead first Catherine, it's it's all oh lord (laughs) oh see it's Catherine underscore field on instagram and then uh kate fishing on i have a public facebook page kate fishing and and on youtube as well um i do not have 10 terabytes of 
video, Alan. Well, I do, but it's a lot of catching dinks, losing fish, and uh, me floating around talking about whatever I talk about on the water. But, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm pretty excited for the year that's going to come up. I know we've got some last uh, last tournaments. I'm hoping I might get to to fish those, and I'm going to be um, joining the Hobie fishing team here um, with a get new Hobie kayak. So I'm waiting for Sweet. for that to work. Yeah, so I'll be s- switching over to that, and then uh, you guys can. Uh, I don't. I um, do ambassador with Omnia Fishing, and so when I've been traveling, I've been making fishing reports in the different lakes that I go to, and, and the baits and stuff I've been using. So I think that's helpful for a lot of people who maybe want to travel and and check out a lake. You're not sure what you want to bring or or what's useful, or you're just getting started. That's a a good, a good way to do that. So you can, you can follow me there as well. And you get uh, like updates when I do a fishing report. So that's, that's been a lot of fun for me in that. So, so that's it. I don't have any fancy schmancy sponsors or anything like that. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm loves, just doing my thing. Loves What's, right here. She is one of the biggest pushers of your, you know, your stop. Loves. I love loves. Country. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's funny is my deal. my friends know how much I love loves, and they start tagging me when they're at loves, and it's hilarious. I, it makes me so happy. But loves. Trap, that's why, like, I've the met the nicest people at loves in the middle of the night, like. I've met the nicest people there. So I've met some other kayakers in the middle of the night at loves at loves at like midnight gassing up. (laughs) I've had to use the bathroom really bad and drove an extra hour just to get to a loves. Cause it's clean. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I mean, part of that is the COVID I feel I've been trying to stay in places that I feel are a little less risky cause I do not want that. So Loves is always very clean, and I know where everything is, <laughs> so I don't have to like search all over. Everything's always in a certain spot. Hey, Catherine, are you doing uh, Loves reviews? Like, this is the best Loves to stop at. They have the cleanest Jeez. restrooms and all that stuff. No, no, I don't want to do a rest. I don't want to do a restroom review. <laughs> <laughs> But people want no. to know. <laughs> no, there's some that I just not. I don't want to be known as the restroom reviewer across the United States. So it's like you can just call it first that. impressions. Uh, no. <laughs> first on a scale of no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like even if you wiped it off, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so go ahead, Alan. Oh, uh, all right. So. Um, we talked about my youtube channel is under the radar fishing Uh, my instagram is also under the radar fishing Um, alan reed on facebook and um, i said i have lots of video coming out Um, gosh it's this whole editing thing is a whole nother (laughs) whole nother deal and um, and then i you know, I put a, I bought a 360 camera or upgraded to a 360 camera, and that adds a whole nother complexity. But you can do some pretty cool stuff with it. So, uh, but it makes the editing time that much more. 
<laughs> Dan Perry said one to ten on the scale from outhouse to penthouse. I like it. I like it, Dan Perry. <laughs> you guys are gonna get me into restroom reviews now. I could just tell. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the thing. Like, I don't know if anybody's doing that. That might be a niche. If you're I don't want to. I'm not. I'm gonna have to cogitate if this is really something I want for my my own personal brand as the restroom reviewer. So. <laughs> I don't want to be like that I don't want somebody to recognize me in the middle of a loves as like this famous restroom reviewer that'd be really hard to do that would be, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Man, maybe that could be your niche though I don't know oh like, god <laughs> oh man how do we end up here <laughs> Get back. Your fault, Get back to it, Alan. Alan. <laughs> it's Dan Perry's fault. He did the outhouse to penthouse. Oh, that's quote. true. That's Dan's fault. Uh, back, uh, back to where I was. Um, no, I have a lot of people, um, like I said, that have been really supportive of, of me going out and doing this. Um, and I think that, you know, first off, thanks to them. You know, the people that I reached out to and said, hey, should I do this? Uh, the people are very supportive of it. Um, certainly, you know, there's people that have a lot of questions about it. And, uh, you know, some of the watch outs, like trying to find the Internet and uh, making sure that's available to you. Um, showers. I mean, that's another one, right? If you're not staying in a hotel all the time, making sure you have a place that you can shower. Loves rest. Loves uh, gas station. They do. They do. They have the shower best showers review. too. See, now I'm a shower review. <laughs> Which is adjacent to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to, you know, thank all the people uh, that support me like that. You know, I have, certainly have a, a number of companies that support me as well. But uh, some of the main ones, right? TRC covers uh, is there. Trocar, Kyle, um, with King Angler Rods. Um, you know, when I dropped my, my rod in the Lake Lanier, I was immediately on the phone to him and saying, hey, I need a replacement rod because I'm going to be using this thing probably in some of these upcoming tournaments. And uh, he got a rod out to me, so very appreciative of that. Um, modified kayaks. Um, my motor guide. Gosh, that makes it so nice, especially down here in Pickwick. And they've been running current all week, so I can just hit that button and just sit there in the current and I don't have to work and just holds me in place so it's a, a huge plus there um, so I'm not going to go through everybody and I appreciate everything that everybody you know all the companies that back me have done for me and uh, and all the people that have, have been back behind me too because we can't do that even if we're on the road by ourselves we can't do it without other people supporting us yeah I have some, I have some amazing friends that you know, that take the time when I've been out traveling to call me and see where I'm at and say hi and that they're thinking of me and that sometimes that just is such a spirit lifter to have that kind of conversation that somebody took the time out of their day to give you a ring while you're out driving around and it meant a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks again, um, you know, for you guys just taking the time out of your evenings tonight and share your stories and, you know, maybe give some folks out there some advice or a little encouragement to get out there and get after it, you know. So 
if you have, if anybody has more questions, they can hit me up on social media, and I'd be happy to answer. And if they had any, need any tips or anything, I'll post Alan's cell phone number in the chat. You can call him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Alan. He looks really serious right now. <laughs> His connection. I wonder if he up. can't hear us. Yeah, <laughs> this might be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, feel free. Uh, we'll we'll post uh, links to their guys' social. If you guys are listening on the podcast, we'll um, post links to their social media in the show notes. If you guys are watching, uh, we tagged both of these um, awesome anglers in the original post. Just go back, click on their name, and it should take you right to their pages. And uh, feel free to hit them up. And uh, just just one more reminder, guys and gals. Next week, Thursday, 8 p.m., launching all the details of the Paddle and Finn 2021 Trail Series. You excited, Jay? Yes. See. I'm excited. <laughs> I want more trails, so that'll be great. Oh, I will. I will. I will say this, Kate. If I may call you, Kate. Can I call you? Yeah. Kate? Go ahead. Yeah. There will be an event somewhat close to you next year. All right. Dun, dun. But pretty much my coverage is coast to coast, so that could be anywhere, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be closer than the coast. I'll say that. All right. Much. All right. That's good. Right. Thanks again, you guys, for uh, coming on tonight. It was a great conversation. Thank Love you. the laughs. Um, and I think our guy Dustin uh, chimed in there. He said his nickname is actually Doodoo, so he'll take the uh, bathroom reviews off your hands. Go for it, Dustin. <laughs> All right, guys and gals. Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.